What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Why I Network, where we interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Miss Alex Williams. Now, after years as a certified massage therapist working with athletes and as an EMT, Alex realized that the high cost of elite training and recovery practices made many treatments unavailable to underserved populations. So Alex became determined to seek out accessible treatments and holistic hyperbarics was launched. Now, she has turned a once exclusive procedure into an affordable, accessible treatment option for the general population. So Alex has a lot to share with us here today. So Alex, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Alex, how are we feeling today? Great, great. Feeling great. Great, great, great. Now, Alex, I am real, 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 real excited to have you on the podcast today because uh, I left out a lot to your introduction. There's actually a lot more to you than my introduction uh, leads to believe. So I can't wait. I actually cannot wait to roll into the question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And that is Alex. Why? Why do you do what you do today? To help people is why. Um, getting into it is a different story. Um, but basically, my whole life's work has been in helping people. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it. And just because you mentioned it, I'm going to go ahead and ask that second question. Now, walk me through the process of what it took to get you here today. Take me back to day one. Take me back to square one. What was your process like, Alex? You know, I'm going to surprise you. I actually was bound for a career in law enforcement. I had just finished the police academy. Mm. And um, a lot like your your listeners will know, we started to hear all these names that we know now, right? Mm. Trayvon Martin and... Um, Mike Brown and all of these names that have gone down in our history as people of color. And I thought, I want to be part of the solution that really, really solves that problem. So I went into law enforcement mm. um, and I finished the police academy um, and I was getting ready for a career in law enforcement. And I was also um, on a wrestling team, like a collegiate wrestling team. Mm. And I tore my shoulder. Mm. And so uh, I went to the doctor and the doctor said it would take 16 months for me to heal my shoulder. Mm. And in 16 months, I would have lost any job trying to become a police officer. Mm. And so I wanted something different, something faster, mm. something I already knew about. Mm. I used to be an Ironman triathlete and my coach had one of these chambers. So I knew wow. about these chambers. Mm -hmm. And so after experiencing not the best service from um, hyperbaric centers in my area, I mm. bought one and brought it home to my house. Mm. And when I brought it home to my house, I healed my shoulder in under four months. Mm. Um, and I started talking about it on Facebook and my friends started coming over to use it for different reasons. Mm. And when they healed, they started telling their friends. And so mm. for a long time, I had strangers come into my house, 
using this chamber for free mm. to try and get better healing. Mm. And when it caught fire, I started talking to my friends about there's something different happening in my house right now. Mm. Strangers are coming to my East Oakland apartment. Mm. Um, and I don't know if your readers, your listeners are in, in Oakland, but you don't just go knock on people's mm-hmm. door. It's not mm-hmm. what you do uh, mm-hmm. from, from the, when you're from the town. So um, it was something to see straight strangers coming into my place, trying mm. to use this chamber. And so um, from there it grew, I got a little bit of seed money. Mm. Um, I got $40,000 to start my business and mm. we opened up our first location um, in 2017. And since then we have built a business that has grown, uh, double, sometimes triple its gross every year. Mm. And now we're about to go into another investment round of $9 million at a valuation of 40 million in under four years. So we have, we've, uh, we've taken care of thousands of patients and seen Mm. a lot of things and now we're ready to take it to the next level. Wow, 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 wow. I love, 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 love that story right there, Alex. And and for anybody out there who is discouraged right now, a lot of kids out there right now, you know, they they only see the highlights. They only see uh, game day. They, they, they don't see practice. They don't see what happened before, you know, you got to where you are today. Right now, you're at the top of the total pole. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love how you broke down how you came from just one just one and building from there. So I absolutely love that. Now, I know I asked you to take it back a little far, but I want you to take it back even further than that for my next question. And that is, what do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you do today? Um, I feel like when, when we're born, you're born with a certain amount of gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, these gifts inside of you, even if you don't verbalize them or you're fighting them mm. or something that you're not used to. But very early in life, I knew that I was meant to be taking care of people. So, yeah, I worked in home health care, doing um, surgical recovery, massage. I also worked on an ambulance for 10 years mm. trying to find where I fit best. Mm. Um, and so that is one aspect to it. And then also when I was in uh, junior high school, I sold candy bars. Now that mm. seems like left field, but part of what we do as business owners, you're always looking at the market. And about that time when I started selling candy bars is when the school banned candy bars from, mm-hmm. um, from the school because, you know, sugar makes kids crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw it as a, as a financial opportunity. So mm. I went to Costco, bought that shit in bulk <laughs> um, and, um, and then priced it correctly. And I kept it all in a cooler so that mm. nothing melts. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would sell it in class for a premium mm. and I would take the profit every day, go to the bank, put in the profit, go and buy more um, more stock up and come back up until I probably, I think I got in trouble by like the principal, they caught me finally, but it's these little things of understanding, um, the market Mm. and understanding what people need, how to get it to them and how to profit from it. Mm. And so that everybody's happy on both sides. Mm. So that was, I think two big things was that I knew from very early age, I wanted to take care of people. Mm. And, um, when I was a child, my grandparents are black Panthers and they're business owners. Mm. Um, and I grew up in their liquor store from the age of four to 14. And so everything I know about business came from them. So learning about the markets and selling candy bars and all those things came from my lineage too. Mm. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now I'm going to go ahead and ask what an average day like is for you today. Uh, it is 
all over the part, all over the place and interesting. So um, I have a clinic that has uh, four medical grade hyperbaric chambers. And so I am talking to patients. I'm also talking to doctors about um, transferring their patients into our care. Mm. I'm talking to loved ones. Um, and I have a whole back office staff that is getting ready for our next investment round. So very busy days over here, for sure. Mm, 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 mm. Now, I got to ask, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? You know, it's not every profession where you can have these Lazarus moments. What I mean by Lazarus, for people who are not familiar with the, the story in the Bible, it's these moments where you can bring somebody almost back from the brink of something terrible like death. Mm. Um, and we have these cases of people who come in and they have no hearing in their ear when they come and see us. And after only two weeks of treatment with us, they have all their hearing back or the women who come to us and say that they were infertile. And now they're able to have children because we just oxygenated the body. So mm. what I love about this business, um, and this science is that we need oxygen for every part of your body. Mm. Um, and so the fact that we can give it to people in such high numbers and it changes the whole trajectory of their health, it's amazing. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. But of course, Alex, the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least? Um, you know, I have never been a fan of money, uh, and having to deal with money. I like what it does for me personally, of course, but having mm. to ask for people for money, I think mm. as a black person, as a woman, as a minority, we always devalue ourselves and we don't spend enough time really thinking about how much we're worth. And mm. so um, what has always been really hard is making sure that we get paid mm. um, and not being apologetic for it. And even mm. these days when we're very clear on our prices, it's exhausting to have to deal with contracts and deal with billing and deal with people who are trying to get discounts off of us all the time. Mm, mm, That's not my favorite at all. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I love that answer right there. Now, Alex, you have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly. I'm going to go ahead and have to ask my absolute favorite question, though, and that is, do you think that grades mattered? in school for the success that you have in your career today? Um, I think the short answer is unfortunately yes and no. We mm. live in a society that values um, scholastics over general instinct um, and what is in us. I am a dyslexic person. Mm. Um, I was diagnosed with dyslexia when I was four years old. Mm. And so I didn't go to college. Um, mm. I'll repeat that. I did not go to college. My company is worth $40 million and I did not go to college. Mm. I think that um, scholastic achievements are important, but there's things that are built in a person that cannot be taught into them. Mm. And I also think that um, if you are a a person, uh, a POC, or a person that doesn't have the same resources as other people, you see in high rates of, of, of young men and women who get themselves stuck into systems that don't actually help them. Mm -hmm. And so if we only measure the success of an entrepreneur um, through their scholastic achievements, you lose out on a huge swath of very intelligent um scrappy individuals that are underestimated and underrepresented in, in this world. Mm. And so I think what's most important is a person's drive. Mm. If you are driven and you're clear on what you want to do, there's always a way. 
Mm. Um, and I think that, yeah, grades are definitely a part of it. And if you're good at that girl or guy, or whoever is listening to me, if you are great scholastically run with it, go with mm. it, go to a historic black college, if mm. you're black, <laughs> um, mm. go and do those things that mm. you're good at. But mm. if you have heart and you want to do something and the, the, the small box they put you in, as far as, uh, scholastics are concerned, um, are, are, is too small of a box for you, mm-hmm. go and do you, because mm. that's, what's going to actually get you to where you need to go. Mm, mm, mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Alex, I can hundred percent relate to that because again, I lasted about a month in college. I lasted about a month in college before I had to give it up myself. And again, we're both in, in positions where again, we, we're not really, we, a degree is not really impacting our lives. Like, like you would think it is or would. So uh, again, I completely agree with that, Alex. I completely agree with that. You can still live the life you want without that degree. Now, what this next question entails is a little bit complicated. This word gets tossed around a little willy-nilly. So I'm going to go ahead and break it down just a little bit. What do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? Mm -hmm. I think in general, um, there is a more local impact. Um, we are changing the numbers in how many people get amputations in our area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the healthcare system will tell you that it's faster to amputate someone's wound than to heal someone's wound and let them have their own leg. And we can talk mm-hmm. with the socioeconomics around that, but mm-hmm. part of part of what we do at our centers, we're thinking outside of the medical model and making sure that people are taking control of their healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has a huge impact in my local area and as I continue to expand will help in those areas. Mm -hmm. But as a national impact, I am the first African-American woman who has owned a hyperbaric center in this United States. And so Mm -hmm. I think the impact there is being able to show the kids behind me that it's not only possible, Mm -hmm. that it's here, that I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing it at a level that other people that don't look like me can't do. We are the highest rated facility in the United States, and that's not by accident. Mm. And so I think that when we think about impact, you have to think about what is your acute impact? What are you doing for your community right now? And part of it is that we're also giving away a lot of things for people. We have free sessions for people that can't afford it also. And what's your national impact? What does it mean for a girl to come onto your website and say, wow, look at that CEO do her thing? Mm -hmm. I love it. I absolutely love that answer right there. And again, Alex has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. But sadly, 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 we are down to that last question. And that is, if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now, who wants to be in the position that you are in today, what would that be? Position as a CEO or position as a hyperbaric center facility? What 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 is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna hats. have to say because you're at the top of the total poll, I wanna I wanna hear CEO. I wanna I'm, give me a piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now. I, I'm 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 talking about we're we're talking to right now the the 14 year old version of you when you were 14 years old or 15, 16, it doesn't matter. What is one piece of advice that you could give yourself that you think would help you, that that would have cared you uh, as far as it did today? 
yeah, I would say that you're going to hear a lot of no's out there. Mm. Um, and you're going to have a lot of doors slam in your face mm. and you're going to have a lot of people that tell you that, yeah, you need to go to college or mm-hmm. you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is say thank you to that person, look them in the face and say thank you, then go home and do some more homework. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself unabide, mm-hmm. unabidingly. Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself and in, 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 in everything that you do, mm-hmm. um, because if you are clear on your vision, ain't no one going to stop you. It ain't going to be the person at the bank not giving you a loan. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be anything. There is mm-hmm. always a way. And it is now well paved for any kid out there to do exactly what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Now, when anyone tells me you need to go to college, you got to be a doctor. I'm like, I hired doctors. Mm-hmm. If you need degrees. I'll give you a few from my employees. Mm-hmm. The one thing you just need to remember as a 14 year old or a young person out there thinking about your vision. If you are clear in what you want to do, don't let any no's or any doors define who you are Mm. and just keep hitting it. Mm, 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 mm. And that takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of faith in order to achieve your dreams. And I absolutely love that answer right there, Alex. I absolutely loved it. Now, Alex, before I let you go, before I let you go, I need one more thing from you. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a website. I don't care if it's a social media look. I don't even care if it's a book. Something that I can leave down in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please, please, please promote and shout it out now. Sure, sure. You guys can follow us on our Instagram. It's uh, holistic underscore hyperbarics. And I will get that to the host there so you guys take a look and what you're going to see when you go there is you're going to see that um, my staff is diverse the things that we are doing are innovative and you can learn more about hyperbarics there too mm, mm, mm. and please 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 hit that link below right in the link in the description and again we have to thank alex one more time for coming on the show because again she has been given excellent 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 advice all interview long now folks as you know there are three types of work a job a career and a calling most people have a job you're lucky if you find a career but you are truly truly blessed if you find your calling and i really hope that me and alex helped you find here today folks that is a wrap